Hi, I'm Jacob Van Gilder, and this is my podcast with the read, where I go over certain books and basically determine if they're worth reading because some books can be deceiving to look at or begin reading because of the length of them or the tiny font and so forth. And this episode is going to be covered over Sarah's Key, and this is the summary over it. Sarah's Key is probably one of the more unique books that I've read in the sense that it has two storylines instead of just the typical one. And the first one being Sarah's as a 10-year-old back in World War II in the 1940s in Paris. And the second being 60 years later as um, Julia. And she's actually researching what happened in the Val de Vive roundup in 1940. The book is going to start out in Sarah's perspective. Uh, they're just in a house and they get a sudden knock on the door and that knock is of officers and they're here to arrest them. So as a result, Sarah wants to lock her little brother in a cupboard to hide him and prevent him from being taken as well. Um, but the rest of the Jews, they're uh, rounded up and taken to this camp and Sarah is actually able to eventually escape it and return to the apartment or whatever where she finds her brother's dead body in the cupboard. The story then flips to Julia where she begins her research on the Velde Heave and she actually finds a relationship or a connection between her family and Sarah's. Uh, she's also pregnant. Bertrand, her husband, doesn't like her or the baby that much. Pretty toxic husband. Um, Julia finds that Sarah died, but that she had a, a son, William, and she actually manages to find William, who doesn't know of Sarah's past or what happened to Sarah. Um, William is then going to find a poem revealing what happened to his mother, and she actually committed suicide. And this causes him to go on a journey of healing, so to speak. Uh, uh, Julia, moving back to Julia, she divorces Bertrand and moves to the United States. And later in the story, William and Julia are able to connect. And Julia eventually has a baby and named that baby Sarah. So that was just like a quick summary of the book. I, like I said in the beginning, I thought it was extremely unique that it had two different plots or stories, one in present time and one in the 1940s, like I said, uh, in the Valdiviv camp. It was really, really intriguing to read. I'm a pretty big historical nerd, and so World War II is like my favorite thing to learn about, especially it's oddly intriguing learning about Hitler in specific um, but yeah, I will have to say Sarah's storyline definitely dragged me in or pulled me in more. Not to say that Julia's wasn't because it definitely was. I just, I really appreciated the nonfiction aspect behind Sarah's storyline. As I said, I'm a huge historical nerd. So hearing the nonfiction aspect of, of, of a almost fictional book was really nice and it played into a unique aspect of a book getting a fictional story and idea mixed with a non almost non-fictional world it's almost kind of like what quentin tarantino would do with uh directing his movies
Tatiana de Rosne was the author, and I probably butchered her name, but she's an established journalist uh, of several French novels, and she decided around 20 years ago that she was going to write this book about what happened uh, in Paris, historically. Um, she was originally writing another French book about a woman who moves into an apartment where a serial killer has killed the first of seven young women, and... She is going to be influenced by this tragedy that took place there. Um, one of them is the, one of the seven victims was a descendant of the Veldivie Roundup, and this, in the process of her writing this book per se, she was uh, going to the Roundup and she traveled there and she actually it, it kind of just clicked. She's like, "Hey, what do I know about this?" And she started researching and going into that and like texting all of her Jewish friends and seeing what she could do about that. And she just completely changed her path and clearly her decision to make a completely different style of book paid off because she sold over five million copies throughout worldwide practically uh but i have a question for y'all listening what would we do as a population to prevent something like this happening again like uh you know we all we all think about war i i personally think about it more probably more than i should and it scares me so what 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 would we have to do to prevent a, a horrible catastrophe like this happening again? And I know this is way easier said than done, but personally, we just need to like stop with the hate in my opinion if we want to prevent anything like this happening again. It's we we can't we can't discriminate one another because of race or or gender or income or living standards we can't we can't do that and it it, yet it's a norm in today's world i I don't understand it okay but overall was sarah's key worth the read and i definitely have to say so like i said my my liking toward history and the two plots or two storylines definitely added a unique twist on books that I would just normally read and I would definitely suggest it to any of my friends who are avid readers because not many of my friends do read but it'll it it, it was definitely a good book I, I can't lie so that was worth the read I hope y'all enjoyed listening and I'll see y'all later bye